Hey there, I'm Andrew Kuman, the host of Things I Said Out Loud, a podcast that celebrates words, and is an audio companion to my Substack newsletter, Things I Wrote Down. It's a place where I share original content, articles, and stories. These thoughts from my head and heart land right in your email inbox when you subscribe at andrewkuman.substack.com. Thanks for spending a portion of your day with me. I hope you leave this episode encouraged and inspired. Now, let's jump right into it. So, for this book pod, I want to talk about a nonfiction book I'm reading in the mornings during my devotion time. But before I do that, I need to set it up with a quick flashback through 1990s television. Do you remember that show, Life Goes On? Ola di, ola da, life goes on. Rebecca and Corky, siblings struggling through life and love in modern American suburbia. Becca was the little sister, Kelly Martin, the actress who played her. And later, that actress, Kelly Martin, appears for about three seasons in the medical drama ER because what, except a legal show, is better than a medical drama on TV? I loved watching ER growing up. I would videotape it when we had a VHS, those episodes. I wouldn't miss an episode. I loved it. It's famous for George Clooney, Juliana Margulies, and was created by the prolific Michael Crichton, who's famous for the Jurassic Park novels, among many others. Are you still with me? Okay. Callie Martin, Becca in Life Goes On, and Lucy Knight in ER also starred as the title character, Christy, in another much-loved American television series, which I never watched, based on the books of the same name, which I never read, but which were written by Catherine Marshall. And Catherine Marshall is the author of the book I'm reading right now that this book pod is all about. That book is called The Helper. It's published by the imprint Marshall started with her second husband, Leonard LeSeward, who was an editor for Guidepost magazine for close to three decades. I inherited a bunch of Marshall's books from my grandmother's book collection when she passed away years ago. And as I researched her a little more, Catherine Marshall that is, for this podcast, and asked myself, why do I even have this book? It all is starting to make sense. Marshall's first husband was Peter Marshall, who was a Presbyterian minister, and a famous one at that. And of course, you may or may not know, my grandfather was a Presbyterian minister as well, and the Marshall story would have coincided with my grandparents' ministry and timeline. And so, now I get why they had the books, and therefore why I have these books now. So at risk of having the longest lead-up for the shortest book review of all time, here's a bit more background still. Peter Marshall, Catherine Marshall's first husband, has an amazing story of wanting to give his life and missions to God in Asia, but ending up as a chaplain to the U.S. Senate instead, where he was a popular, charismatic preacher in Washington, D.C., and fell in love with a much younger Catherine who had a transformational faith story as she battled tuberculosis for three years. Three long, long years. This backstory and more is covered in the various books Marshall wrote over the years. I first read her Adventures in Prayer, then A Man Named Peter, which is one of Marshall's most famous books and also became a film. And now I'm reading The Helper, which I stumbled upon at my parents' home this spring when I visited town for the celebration of my father's life. It sort of jumped out at me from the shelf and I was drawn to it because of the name of the author. And when I opened the book and saw my grandma Molly's name, I was smitten. As a reader, I'm getting another view into the adventure of Catherine Marshall's life through this book, which is structured around a series of thematic teachings on the Holy Spirit. So just as I was about to put down the notes for this book pod, 
I got to do another aside. I was scanning social media and I saw a repost from a friend that alerted me that Frederick Buechner died today. It might have been yesterday. Another towering figure in faith and literature, a beloved author and a great loss to humanity. So I just jumped over to his author's site to confirm that this is true and they put out this statement, his um, handlers. He died August 15th, so yeah, that was yesterday, 2022. Uh, Frederick Buechner died at 96. He was an ordained minister and author of nearly 40 books. He passed away on August 15th, 2022. Um, and there's a nice biography of his life there, or a nice tribute. I'd be remiss to not highlight that and to re recommend his writing to you as those of you, um, yeah, as those who love him, commit his soul to God. Uh, and as we're talking about Presbyterian ministers, it was, it's just appropriate to acknowledge that. You may not be Presbyterian. You may not know the novels or books of Catherine Marshall, like Christie, or the TV shows that the stars in the TV adaptations I've named um, were in. And that's okay. Also, writings of a spiritual nature may not be your thing, or at very least not your natural go-to. But if you're interested in spiritual things or maybe have always wondered who is the Holy Spirit? What does the Bible say about him? And what could that possibly mean for my life? Then this could be a great place to start. Today, I wanted to highlight The Helper because it's a lovely book to read, especially if you're looking for something direct, digestible for your devotion time. You could have a long and storied spiritual life, a history with Christianity, or be brand new to or interested in a conversation about the Judeo-Christian faith. No matter where you're at, there's some gems for you in this book. Each short chapter covers a small lesson on the subject with interesting anecdotes from the author's life. The helper looks at the th third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, and in the book, Marshall walks through her doubt, her hesitation, and her learning journey as she encountered the helper in her own life. What she discovered early on was that despite belonging to a tradition of faith and being highly biblically literate, she had very little experiential knowledge of the Spirit. And some preconceived ideas of what the Bible said. Something I think that will ring true for a lot of Christians today are those very sentiments, no matter your denominational affiliation, if you have one at all. The book is eye-opening, it's filled with personal anecdotes from her unusual and inspiring life, and it's written without pretension. I joked in a post the other day that this podcast may reveal that my reading habits suggest I'm a 1940s housewife, because this may be the target market for the book. You know, that's a partial description of my grandmother, and obviously uh, it's shared by me with a double dose of respect and jest. I think what I like about it most is that it's unselfconscious and unapologetic, which is kind of rare in these times. Marshall addresses her subject with respect, personal authority, and a brilliant curiosity with healthy doses of skepticism, but her personal journey in discovering who the Holy Spirit is, what he does, and what it means for the individual Christian doesn't stall out on skepticism, and none of it caters or cows to cynicism, which I expect would be a bigger hurdle for any author writing on the subject today. Because she isn't from our time, perhaps it's easier for me as a reader to listen to her. It could be my own personal bias, but there seems a greater weight, authenticity, and authority in her writing than many who belong to the pantheon of spiritual and self-help writers of our day. It's a study in the quiet, vital influence of the Spirit, and a practical guide with probing questions that lead the reader into reflection on things like grace, obedience, reconciliation, forgiveness, power, 
and unity to name just a few areas of her focus. I think it will, it will enlighten, challenge, surprise, and provoke you. It definitely has done that for me. And I'm finding it a practical and simple way to create time in the morning for devotion before I start my day. So I just offer that to you. It could be a great fit for your life. It could be a total miss, but worth checking out if you're curious about such things. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning into Things I Said Out Loud. If you haven't yet, make sure you jump over to my Substack page and subscribe to my newsletter. Just go to andrewkuman.substack.com. That way you'll get original content and encouragement delivered right to your inbox. I like to write on themes of creativity, faith, and how those things collide in the real world. You can also just search for the newsletter on Substack. It's called Things I Wrote Down. While you're there, make sure you also visit Unveil's newsletter, where you can geek out with my brothers Matthew and Daniel Kuman and I as we share our filmmaking journey and our new adventure as we grow our streaming service, Unveil TV. That's unveil.substack.com. You can always find the links in my show notes. Thanks again. I'm so grateful that you shared part of your day with me. I hope you leave this episode with some inspiration and encouragement. And that you can go find some time today to get lost in words.